Hey, welcome to the Remote Cafe podcast. This is Rob Balasabas, the host of this podcast. I may bring some co-hosts down the road, but today I am your host. Really excited to have you here. Nice to meet you. If we are just meeting for the first time, if you've been here before, appreciate you coming back. Always, always really good to have some return listeners. Um, always really good to connect with you outside of the podcast as well. So if you haven't yet, make sure you reach out to me. Connect with me on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'll have the links in the show notes down below somewhere on this page. If not, you can always just copy and paste my name on LinkedIn or Instagram. And you'll, I'm sure I'm the only Rob Balasabas. I should be the only Rob Balasabas on those platforms. But Today, I really wanted to talk about this post that I saw from the Portfolio Co. on Instagram. The Portfolio Co. underscore. Um, really interesting. Um, it's a, a uh, an image, uh, sort of an infograph of the side hustle revolution. And it says, you spend a third of your life working. Shouldn't that be spent do- doing something you love? And it has this sort of chart of who has a side hustle today and it's got a a little icon of the world you know a little picture of the globe and it has 77 percent of the philippines has a side hustle today now it doesn't say it's an online side hustle or anything like that that they just have a side hustle so a side hustle something on top of their regular nine to five or full-time day job 77% of the Philippines has one, a side hustle. The next uh, country uh, from the most is uh, sort of the top, I mean, is Singapore with 54% of Singapore having a side hustle. Then Australia with 48%. The U.S. comes in at fourth at 45%. And then South Africa at 32% and the U.K. at 25%. And says here that the figures shown are from Bankrate, GoDaddy, Dollar Sprout Inc., and Henley Business School. So um, that is the source of these numbers. So I thought I would just share some thoughts. I mean, first, really cool. I think it's great that Philippines is top of the list. I'm very proud of the Filipinos. You know, I am Filipino. Um, You know, I grew up in the Philippines. If you guys don't know my story, I grew up in the Philippines until I was about 10 years old. And then uh, my my parents, along with my brother, we immigrated to Canada um, when I was 10. So that was uh, 1991. And and I've been here ever since. I've been living in Vancouver, uh, in the Vancouver area ever since. But I've always really considered the Philippines to be home. And so really proud of seeing that you know I'm not surprised either I guess that's the next thing I'm not surprised that this is the case either because um, I know that you know working with a lot of influencers and content creators I know for a fact that there's a lot of freelancers in the Philippines I know a lot of the top uh, content creators and influencers out there a lot of brands um, you know have teams outsourced in the Philippines right Uh, going to the Philippines you know a couple years ago I remember driving by this huge building with a big TELUS sign, T-E-L-U-S. And TELUS, if you're in Canada, you will know TELUS. Uh, They're one of the telecoms here, but they have uh, call centers located in the Philippines. In fact, one of my cousins, one of my relatives worked for TELUS. Uh, The interesting thing, though, is that in the Philippines, it seems as though TELUS um, doesn't just... Uh, the, the TELUS call centers in the Philippines doesn't just take care of TELUS 
customers. They are also a BPO. So basically, they are also an outsourced company. So um, other brands, other companies would actually outsource to the Philippines because, you know, they've figured out and they've set up an infrastructure for, uh, you know, freelancers and sort of outsourced customer service for themselves. And so they may as well provide it as a service for other brands as well. HP, IBM, Microsoft, all of those other companies are also uh, basically hiring TELUS and outsourcing to TELUS in the Philippines for their customer care, which is which is fascinating, right? I mean, you know, the, um, you know, the, the Eng- English as a spoken language is actually Filipinos are very fluent in English. It's not the first language, of course, um, in the Philippines, but we are very fluent in English over there. So that's one of the top reasons why a lot of companies outsource their customer care and customer service, customer support to the Philippines, which is which is awesome. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very proud of that. And when I saw this kind of, you know, while I was scrolling through Instagram, I was like, yes, go Philippines. Really proud of you guys, and um, I'm really happy that that's happening. Now, um, it's also in part to a lot of expats that are going to the Philippines and seeing an opportunity and having their network and and contacts and um, you know their their uh, you know different uh, companies that they're connected to. Um, you know they have this; uh, they can bring in the business. And then they have the, you know, they've been able to really set up the proper infrastructure for, um, you know, Philippines to really service all of these other companies uh, abroad. So uh, very exciting. What I would love to see, you know, um, if I can speak honestly and truthfully and openly, is I would love for more Filipino content creators. I would love for them to uh, step out of the shadows a bit because they've been supporting a lot of content creators, a lot of influencers, a lot of brands behind the scenes, doing a lot of the editing and graphics work and social media management, um, a lot of the you know operations behind the scenes and you know um, you know SEO and all of those uh, services behind the scenes, blogging, right, all of those things. Uh, copywriting, all of the freelancer sort of gig economy services. I would love for them to take the knowledge and experience that they have and really step out of the shadows a little bit more and create their own content. Create their content on YouTube, launch podcasts, start live streaming on Facebook, and really be front and center because they have so much knowledge and experience that they can help more companies, not just in the Philippines, but abroad, but also... Um, you know, bring that to themselves, that attention and build their own uh, incomes as well, right? Because, you know, they can now, um, you know, be part of the creator economy by not just being a support person behind the scenes, but also now the front and center influencer themselves. And so I would love to see that happen. And, you know, that's that's something I'm very passionate about. I love supporting Filipino creators and Filipino businesses online, you know, trying to really, uh, you know, make a name for themselves. I think that there's a lot to be said about representation, right? There's, you know, when you when you, when you see others 
like yourself, you know, uh, on YouTube and starting podcasts and listening to them and getting their insights, you know, um, you know, it, it, it motivates you and it's inspired, hopefully ins- inspires you to create your own content as well and share your own voice and your own experiences as well. And this, this isn't just for Filipinos, but, you know, for everybody around the world, I think, you know, there's, there's so much beauty in being in the diversity of this world and we all have different experiences we all have come from different backgrounds and you know just learning from each other is is so so important you know as this you know world is gets smaller and smaller it feels like we can we're so connected and you know i think by getting to know each other a little bit better our stories our backgrounds our culture i think it it really solves a lot of the world's problems, doesn't it? So, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, mystery and question mark behind, um, you know, people's motives and things like that, that we can now it, it's it's erased, right? Because you get to know these people, you get to know other cultures, you get to know other viewpoints. And so uh, I would love for, uh, you know, Filipinos to create more content and that is my message for today, you know, and um, again, like I said, not just Filipinos, but everybody, if you are from, if you are working behind the scenes, providing services, um, helping out, you're, you have an agency, or you're a freelancer, or you're a call center person or customer service person behind the scenes, and you've always wanted to uh, step out and create your own, own content and you know, have your own voice and build your own audiences. I encourage you to do that. Take that first step. Whatever that first next step is that's kind of scary, you've been kind of putting off, take that next step, all right? So before I round off here for this episode, I want to thank the sponsors for this episode. Again, uh, it is going to be Ecamm. Thank you so much. I love Ecamm. Using Ecamm uh, for my live streams. And so if you guys haven't started checking out Ecamm yet, check out the link in the show notes. And with that, my name is Rob Balasabas again. This is the Remote Cafe Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with me and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.